Hi there. Thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is, If You Really Want It. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want good for us. We thank you that you came, that we could have life and have it to the full. And we thank you that you came to give us the revelation knowledge of that, how to live in your kingdom. So we just worship you. We honor you. We thank you for your revelation knowledge. We give you all the praise and the glory. We welcome you here. In Jesus' name, amen. God is so good. I'm so excited that he always wants us to know. You know, the enemy spreads such lies about God. And so many people, I hear them say, the mysteries of the kingdom of God are mysteries that we can't know. We can't understand God. We, we can't do anything about our situation. And Jesus didn't say that. In Mark 4, he said, the mysteries of the kingdom of God were meant to be revealed. Is a lamp supposed to be under a table? No, you put the lamp on the table. And so when we're seeking his way of doing and being right, if you're going after the kingdom of God, then that is actually going to be a fight. Jesus said the kingdom of God is taken by force. The enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy. I have come that you may have life and have it to the fullest. So it's a fight. It is. So you have to know that the kingdom of God is taken by force. And being a Christian is a fight. Going after the blessings is a fight. Satan isn't going to just bow down and let you go. He's going to fight you every inch of the way. And Jesus told us how to win, though. And he told us that Satan was going to come against us. In fact, he said, as soon as you hear the word, he's going to come and take it. And the word sown in your heart is faith. It's God's revelation. It's God. It's knowing how he thinks. It's his opinion. It's your faith. And so, of course, he's going to come and he's going to try to take it. So in Mark 4, he said to them, they were asking him to explain the parable that he just told about the sower. And so he said to them, do you not discern and understand this parable? Then how is it possible for you to discern and understand all the parables? The sower sows a word and the ones sown along the path are those who have the word sown in their heart. But when they hear, Satan comes at once by force and takes away the message which is sown in them. So as soon as someone hears the word, Satan's going to come and try to take it. He's going to come and try to take it because if he doesn't do that, and I'm going to go a little bit backwards, um, we're not going to ever get to verse 20 where Jesus said, And those sown on good ground, well-adapted soil, are the ones who hear the word and receive and accept and welcome it, and bear fruit some 30 times as much, some 60 and some 100 times as much. And um, this is right actually where he said, he said to them, is a lamp brought to be put under a peck measure or under a bed, not to be put on the lampstand, things that are hidden temporarily only as a means to revelation. For there is nothing hidden except to be revealed or is anything temporarily kept secret in order that it may be known if any man has ears to hear, let him be listening and perceive and comprehend. And so if you want to know, if you want to go after the kingdom of God, you got to get where you're good soil. You got, you got to get where you're going to adapt to God's way of doing and that you're going to fight the enemy. And, you know, um, so many people don't know this. They don't get it. They just know that when they start believing God, all this pressure comes and they quit and give up. But the kingdom of God, God's way of doing his awesome life, 
way of life is something you're going to have to fight for. You're going to have to fight for it. So if you really want it, if you really want all the good things that God promises in his word, you've got to go after it. And so much of the time, people don't understand why their prayers are answered, why this is happening, that is happening. And Jesus said, we have to have understanding. Hosea said, my people perish for a lack of knowledge. And so you have to get in the word of God and you have to get revelation knowledge. And that's what this is about, getting the word in your heart. And, you know, it says, as soon, Jesus said, as soon as you hear the word, the enemy's going to come. Because if you hear more word, you know, you're going to have more revelation knowledge. You're going to be way too puffed up for him. And he's going to keep sending his little messengers to try to keep you from being that good soil and being able to receive from God. And so then he talks about the next group, the ones sown along um, the path are those who have the word sown in their heart. But when they hear Satan comes at once, I guess I read that, but I'll read that again, and takes, um, takes away the message which is sown in them. So the word is the word of God. It's a message, and Satan takes it right away. Then in the same way, the ones sown on stony ground are those who, when they hear the word, at once receive, accept, and welcome it with joy. So then this is the next group. They're all excited. They heard the word. They're excited. And they receive it with joy. Oh, I want this life. I want to do this. And I want to receive this good from God. And if you don't know Satan's going to come against you, you're going to fall flat on your face. And that's what he said. He said they have no real root in themselves. And so they endure just for a little while. And then when trouble or persecution arises, account of the word, they immediately are offended, become displeased, indignant, resentful, and stumble and fall away. And so because they don't get it, because they don't have any real root, um, they just quit. They give up, they stumble, they fall away. And, you know, Satan makes sure that that happens. He's going to come and make sure that you get offended. He's going to make sure there's trouble going this way. So it feels a lot easier to just go down that wide path where there's no trouble, where everything just seems okay. But the thing is, it's not okay because this life here is going to end. And so, you know, the other thing he's trying to steal from you is your eternity. He's trying to steal God from you because you can't be for God and against God at the same time. So you really do want to get on that narrow path. You really want to do, you really want to fight for your eternal life. You want to fight for the good life here. You want to fight even to be a witness for God. You know, you want to fight to represent him to do that greater work. You want to grow up and be like your dad. You don't want to just sit here and just have all kinds of excuses why you didn't do what God called you to do. And he is calling you to be a witness for him. He's calling you to get it right, to know your enemy and to stand and get to that good ground where you receive from him. Because when you receive from him, Jesus said, you, you prove to be true disciples of his. He said that in John 15. He said, I'm the vine, Father's the vine um, dresser, and you're the branches, and um, I'm going to get all those dead branches off of you. And when, you, when we do that, when, when you become that adaptable soil, then um, you're gonna be, we're going to be in agreement with him. And when we're in agreement with him, he said, then we can ask what we will, and it'll be done for him, for us, and we'll be we'll proving to be true followers of his. 
and we'd be glorifying the Father. And so we need to fight to get to this place. It's a good idea. Don't just sit back and let Satan have his way with you. Don't let him keep you in prison because you're afraid. But go ahead. Jesus is giving us heads up. Get to that good soil. So anyway, then verse 17. Actually, verse um, 18. And the ones sown on thorns are those who hear the word and the cares and anxieties of the world, distractions of the age, the pleasure and delight of false glamour and deceitfulness of riches, and craving and passionate desires for other things creep in and choke and suffocate the word, and it becomes fruitless. So all these are tactics to suffocate the word so it doesn't bear fruit. So you're, you don't get to where you're that adaptable soil and then you receive 30, 60, and 100-fold. And so talking about this a little more, the cares and anxieties of the world, I mean, how hard is it for Satan to get us to care, to worry, to, you know, to uh, just worry about this, worry about that, and, you know, all of a sudden you forgot what you're doing, and then that worry causes you to go against what God is calling you to do and, what, and who God is calling you to be. He gets you back on that wide path with worry because, as I just said, one worry leads to another and to another and to another, and then all of a sudden you forgot even what you were doing. You forgot even though even that you were striving to be that good soil to get on that path um, where you can receive God's way, where you can live in His kingdom and receive from Him living your life his way, the more than that you can ask or think life. He's trying to distract you from that. And so then the other things um, it says, and this is an amplified classic Bible, it says the pleasure and delight and false glamour, deceitfulness of riches and the craving, passionate desire for other things creep in and choke and suffocate the word and it becomes fruitless. So all these other things that are going on in the world, you know, money and, and riches and this and that and the other thing are all these things in the world that people go after, just like Jesus said in uh, Matthew 6.33. Before that, he was talking to the people that were worrying about their life, what they're going to eat, what they're going to drink, and what they're going to wear. And I like to call this thing he's talking about a merry-go-round because we spend our life going in circles trying to do that. You know, what are we going to eat? What are we going to drink? And what are we going to wear? What, where are we going to work? What am I going to be when I grow up? And, you know, it's all about us. And really in his kingdom, it's about serving. And when we serve, we have our provision. And I'm not going to go into that, but um, easy, easily enough said, when you give, it'll be given to you in God's kingdom. And so Satan's trying to get you to worry and to crave so that you're, you're keeping, you're hoarding, you're taking and you're not giving the opposite of how God's kingdom operates. Satan is very sly. He knows what he's doing. And Jesus told us clearly what his tactics are and we're to resist his tactics, right? Submit to God, resist the enemy, and he's going to flee. So living God's way, the enemy is going to come against you to live God's way. And the first group, they're not even going to know what hit them, and Satan stole the word from them. And that means Satan stole their healing. Satan stole the good life that God planned for them. Maybe the perfect husband, you know, the perfect house, your dreams come true. Because, you know, so much in the world, 
You know, we can go after little dreams, but big dreams, the dreams that God can fulfill, we don't even bother going after because they just look too big. And so, um, and depending upon our mindset, you know, um, some dreams seem a little higher up there than others. But anyway, the point is, is that you're going to miss it. Unless you keep putting that word in your heart, you know, um, Romans um, 10, 17 says, faith comes by hearing the word. Because when you hear the word of God, you're getting to know God, you're getting revelation knowledge, you're learning how he thinks and how to live in his kingdom. So you have to have that word to grow to the place where you can even be that adaptable soil. Because in order to be that adaptable soil, you have to have revelation knowledge, you have to have understanding as to where you're going, to what you're fighting through. So you're not going to get anxious, you're not going to get worried, you're not going to have cares, you're not going to go after money, you're not going to go after things, you're not going to let false glamour get a hold of you. You're going to just avoid all those things and learn how to live in the kingdom of God, which is learning to love, to prefer the other person. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. And the enemy would have you to love yourself with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. That's what he's about. So he's opposed to God. So anything opposed to God, he wants to get you to do so you can't learn how good God is and how to receive from him and prove to be um, true followers of his and glorify the Father and even get to that place where you can do the thing that you love. You can get up every day and do what you love. Did you know that? You can. And so God wants to get you, give all this good to you and Satan is trying to keep you from having it, right? Jesus said, I have come that you may have life and have it to the full till it overflows and the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy. So that's what it's about. And the kingdom of God is taken by force. So Jesus said in Matthew 6, going back to that, he said, instead of going after things like the heathen do, seek God's way of doing and being right, and all the things will be added to you. And what he meant is, given will be given unto you. When you seek God's way, you're going to be giving. You're going to be loving. You're going to be giving yourself away, your gifts, your talents, your life, your time. You're going to even have time to share with those in need of your time, those in need of love that so much of the time we don't have time for because we're so busy, you know, taking care of us. What about me kind of thing? And that's where Satan is pulling you to. So it's not only your flesh that wants it. And you know what? Your flesh wants what you give it. When you give it the word of God, it's going to want more of the word of God because giving it the word of God feels good. I have that in my life. I have to have the Word of God because it makes me feel good. God makes me feel good. He's my answer. He makes everything better. You know, when Satan starts pulling on you to get you off that path, just get on your knees and say, God, help me. I want to be that good soil. I want to represent you. I want to do what you want me to do. I want to receive from you. You know, so often we feel funny receiving from God, like, well, why should God give me anything? You glorify Him when you receive from Him. Rather than going after things for yourself, you know, God said that to me one time. He said, when you take care of yourself, that detests me because you're going after stuff and you're working hard to get it. And then it ends up being your God and then you can't let go of it. And then before you know it, yeah, you got a God before God. I'm not your God anymore. Isn't that, isn't his insight amazing? It is. We work really hard to get stuff and we want it. It's ours. We worked hard for it. 
And then Satan pulls the rug out on you. He tricked you to get to that place. And then you find out, oh, wow, it's my God. I can't let go of it. So God, he truly wants good for you. He wants to teach you. He wants to teach you how to live in his kingdom and have his good. He wants to teach you how to use your faith to have the promises that he has for you. And, you know, you learn it. You learn it on this path. And so let me read verse 20 to you again. He said, those who are sown on good, well-adapted soil are those who hear the word and receive and accept and welcome it and bear fruit, some 30, 60, as much as sown, and some even 100. And so when you are striving, when you are going after, which is what you're going to have to do to be that good soil, what you're really saying is, I'm going to adapt to you, God. It doesn't matter what I want or how I feel or what I understand or what I don't understand, I'm just going to adapt to you. You tell me what to do and I'll do it. And then when you do that, he's going to overtake you with blessings. And so you want to strive to, to be that good soil. And then make sure you stay that, stay there. Because you know, Satan, he is tricky. And you can get to that place and boom, all of a sudden, he's got you off again. You know, you get an answer to prayer and then, you know, you don't mean even mean to, but all of a sudden you just let go and you take a little break from hearing the word and hearing the word. And then before you know it, he swapped you out. He's got you back on that wide path and you're doing everything the way you were doing it before and um, you lost it. So it's a lifetime thing. It's a lifestyle and you want to stay on that path and it leads to eternity. Ephesians 2.10 says, when we let God recreate us, and he's going to recreate us, get us on that path that leads to the good life. And our part is to stay on the path. Keep hearing the word. Keep hearing the word. Jesus said next. I'll read it to you. He said, um, Be careful what you're hearing. The measure of thought and study you give to the truth you hear will be the measure of virtue and knowledge that comes back to you. And more besides will be given to you for him who has even... What he has will be taken, wait, him who has will be given more, and from him who has nothing, even what he has will be taken to him, from him by force. The kingdom of God is like a man who scatters seed on the ground, and he um, sleeps and he rises, and the seed sprouts and grows, and he doesn't know how. So what Jesus is saying is you hear the word and hear the word, it's going to grow. You don't know how it's going to grow, and it's going to grow into faith to be able to receive but you got to pay attention to what you're hearing because if you don't pay attention, even the little bit that I was just talking about, Satan's going to take from you and then before you know it, you're going to be off the narrow path again. So you got to pay attention to what you're hearing. You got to keep hearing the word. Just like you eat every day, you got to look at the word every day to keep your perspective and to grow to the place where you can actually um, make the way for him. He's coming and he's calling us to be a witness for him to show people who he is. So I'd also like to give you opportunity if you've never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you to do that right now. He said that when he left, um, God would send his spirit to live on the inside of us and be with us all the time. And that's one of the first steps to getting on that path. And so that you can have the revelation knowledge, the light that you need to succeed and so when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, he's going to teach you. Your part is to look at the word and put it in your heart. Keep putting it in your heart. 
get to know him, obey him, and then he'll manifest himself to you. And so all you have to do is ask him to come and live on the inside of you and then commit, know that you have an enemy, but you can fight. Jesus, if you didn't know, he bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He took stripes for your healing. He came so that you could know the Father. He shed his blood for you so you could be right with the Father and that his spirit would come and live on the inside of you and so much more. But all you have to do is ask him. He said he's already knocking at the door of your heart, and if you invite him in, he's going to come. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you want to come and be with us all the time. And we just invite you right now. We ask you to come, live on the inside of us, and be our God, and teach us, correct us, and guide us as to how to live in your kingdom. We thank you that you would help us to be as faithful to you as you are to us. Teach us, correct us, show us your way. We thank you that we can hear you. And we know that comes by obedience. And so when we, we ask you that when we look at the word, that we know that we can do that word, but not without you. And as we do that word, we're going to know you more and more. You're going to manifest yourself to us. We thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, amen. If you said that prayer, I'd love it so much if you let me know. Contact information at the end of my video. And remember, you got to look at that word. Thanks so much for listening today and God bless you.